I don't know. But I think some of you should say something spicy so we can start this podcast. Uh, fuck. Um. Bush did 9-11 and Ronald Reagan was the devil. That's anyway, not spicy. Anyway, welcome to Blade Bodies. <laughs> That's just facts. <laughs> Those are just words. <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade B5 podcast. Uh. Tabletop gaming and horror. I'm Hunter. I'm joined, as always, by... John. Sarah. And the Lorbon. James. Hey, and we're back with part two of Clan Venture. Yeah, I got up at the ass crack at 10 a.m. for this, so you all better respect. It's not. It's My not dogs morning. forced me to get out about at 8.17. They, Ugh. Yeah, it was rough. They're, they're covering up for that VT comment. Fuck off. It is 10 p.m. Uh-huh. Anyhow, yes. Uh, part two, because we did too much research. Yeah. So. You did too much research. I did too much research. Well, again, as we've said, this is uh, second take on this. The first take, we thought we were going to do this in one go. And then that week, we were like, oh, no, we're at like two hours. We should stop. Yeah. So uh, take two, part two. Let's go. So for those who missed part one, uh, one, go listen to part one. Uh, but TLDR, uh, we had our patrons on the Patreon vote to select those who'd get thrown into the blood sport poll on Twitter. And those on Twitter uh, elected for us to cover Clan Venture TM. Because that is trademark. It is trademark. Yeah. Of course yeah. it is. And... <laughs> and you know the original trademark holder is not the one that has the trademark. Some cheeky Venture or some cheeky fuck decided to trademark that and then was immediately killed by a more powerful Venture. It was just like... Oh my God, it was a bruja. That's hilarious. I just... A Bruja trademarked venture to be like, fuck off, buddy! And then he was... <laughs> Eaten. <laughs> yeah. Quickly, natural causes to yeah. death. But, uh, yeah. So this part, uh, part two, we're going to be covering uh, Ventru generally agreed upon history. There's a lot of history in the old world books. We're not going to cover everything. So if we missed your favorite part, let us know. That might become an episode later. And a lot of the stuff we're touching on may also become an episode later because a lot of it we're covering specifically from the Ventrue's perspective. Some of it's debated, and we don't have time to talk about some of these in full. So no, no. Yes, World of Darkness has given us a deep and many-layered tapestry of lore to pull stories from, and holy shit, it's a blessing and a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> don't I don't want to make it a Ventrue part five, is all I'm saying. Oh, God. Not wrong. Yeah, yeah, don't forget like the old world, uh, lore stuff. They were also just throwing shit out. Like yeah. they they had like we don't know exactly what we're gonna say is the official canon slash either they did or they were just like what if we just keep giving them options? You're just like maybe this is the truth. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah, everything is slander and conjecture until you know seen and proven by your players. Mm-hmm. And uh, even then, and even then, they might have been high. Mm-hmm. Remember Doctor Who rules? Mm-hmm. They're not dead unless you see them die. And even then, yeah. they might not be dead. We're also going to cover the major updates for Ventru in the V5 canon, some of the major NPC players in the canon, as well as lore sheets that your players can grab, and also some fun uh, goodies at the end. Yeah. A little thank you from us to you guys. So, rah! Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I was going to read off from the list of sources, but uh, there are too many of them. No, no, we didn't do that last week. Oh, it's okay. Either. Basically, we're using a mix of stuff from the Old World canon and the V5 canon. No, I'm just saying if I were to read all of 
the books that we had to reference for this episode, <laughs> it would take over a minute. So uh, I did, you could I you could throw your dart at a bookshelf and probably find some Vendrew history in there. So, mm-hmm. but uh, we're gonna start starting with a generally accepted canon. Who is the clan, clan founder? No, I uh, don't have a name. Uh, they they did. No, 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 no. Uh, basically, it is a not oh, an yeah. agreed upon like. Yeah, uh, it's not like they have a birth certificate kind of name. It's just a they're generally referred to in the literature within the canon as Ventru, but like. Yeah, there are many mm-hmm. varied potential founders for the Ventru, but like the generally agreed upon is some dude named Ventru. Oh, no, it's just they're referred to as Venture. We don't actually know what their name is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What if it was, like, Greg? Greg Ventru. <laughs> so there are a lot of rumors about who Ventru actually was. Um, a lot of uh, There are a couple names that get thrown out through the books. Um, at one point, it's rumored that it may actually have been a king and queen couple, but no one really knows. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because there's so much conflicting information. I've always taken it as, you know, most people don't even know. It's kind of just bandied about like, oh, I know what it was. Yeah. And the historians being like, well, my book says. Yeah. Yep. But nothing provable. So that could be a huge story point if you're getting deep into it. Adventure yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is definitely one of those ones. There's just like a scatter plot mm-hmm. of like potentials. And I, I just remember in the research them bringing that up. And I'm like. That's fucking weird. I like it, but it's weird. Like, I don't think anybody is like, yes, this is this is definitely the one. Yeah, having a king and queen as a clan founder is a really interesting idea. If you're going to do that with anyone, it would make sense for it to be Ventrue. Mm-hmm. But that is more of an ST choice than a canon choice, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, generally accepted, like, in lore canon is that Ventra was, is considered the first of the antediluvians, so the grandchildren of Cain, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why the Ventra think they should be in charge. I'm the eldest brother. Yeah. I'm in charge. Yeah. Yep. When uh, mom and dad aren't home, they put me in, in charge. I'm the boss. Yeah. Uh, it is generally said that Cain ordered either... Oh, God, we're going to go through some fucking names. Uh, <laughs> Enoch, yep. Lamech, Yanosh, one of those, to embrace somebody. So he was like, looked to one of his kids and was like, you, do a thing. And they did. And now we have Ventru. Basically, the, the lore is that Cain wanted some sort of an advisor. So for some reason, he wanted it to be one of the grandchildren. I don't know why. But He wanted but- a new outlook on the world. Maybe, but they're the one who helped build the first city. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and uh, in building the first city, Kane supposedly uh, put Ventru in charge of running things, and that's also another reason why the Ventru are just like, I'm in charge. Again, the whole, when mom and dad left, they told me I was boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and dad went to sleep a long, 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 long time ago. And he never set a stipulation, so we're always in charge. Yeah, Kane left to go get a pack of cigarettes, and... (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm the man of the house. (laughs) (laughs) I have a tie. (laughs) No, just, uh... We do like venture players, we're just being spicy. Uh, but yeah, so... The flood happened. 
the Diluvian. And the second generation vampires got eaten by the third. Second city gets built. Uh, there's a lot of infighting between all of the clans. And Venture decided to get a big army and a big sword. And he was just like, no, I'm in charge. We're going to stop this shit. And he did. Third reason why the Venture say they're in charge. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, they were yeah. like, well, we're in charge. Well, what? obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he got a little sad. Mrs. Grandpop. So he went off to go find him, and everything went to shit after that, and no one knows what happened to him. He just left, said, I'm going to go find Granddad, and was never seen again. I'm going to go venture off for Papa Pa. And <laughs> just, yeah, so we canonically are not sure if they are alive or dead. I think if they were dead, somebody would have found out by now. Has anybody else ever read that book, Are You My Father? No. Or no, is it's it, about are a, you my mother? Is it mother? Yeah, it is your mother. Never mind. Well, same thing. It's a little bird that wants, wanders around and just talks to random things saying, are you my mother? And they're like, no, I'm not your mother. I'm a crane. <laughs> or like like the construction tool, not the bird. Oh, God. What was the name of the character in uh, Fantasy High that just walks up? That's like the arc barbarian. That's just like, are you my dad? Oh, To Gorgug. everybody? Yeah, Gorgug. Who's just... oh, yeah, because he keeps failing perception checks. It's just like this adult that walks up and, he fa- and he's just like, Gorgug, it's highly, almost completely unlikely. But you think this guy could be your dad? That's hilarious. So just this poor half work, just walking up to people. Who's raised by gnomes. Nice. Just walking up to people, just like, are you my dad? Nice. <laughs> so I just like the idea of Ventrue, wherever the fuck they are, wandering through some desert or some mountain, being like, Grandpapa, are you my grandpapa? And just some dude being like, no. <laughs> For the I help people climb this mountain. And he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and eats them. Yeah. Also circling back around, uh, if for some odd reason you're listening to this, Zakoyama, we love you. You're a treasure. <laughs> Also, uh, circling back around, uh, I was confusing. Uh, no, that is a uh, hidden potential second gen that may have been a founder for Venture Plan. Uh, okay. Because there are stories that Kane found a pair of perfect lovers and went, ah, yes, these shall be my first children. Oh, no, they killed themselves. Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. I was just like... When you mentioned that they were tied in with Ventro, I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, again, trying to do the. I'm completely lost at this point. No, uh, they were Googling. <sighs> the The Lorebot was doing a, 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 a data search and was Got scrubbing it. the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to make sure. Okay. And realized that he had his data files in the wrong partition. Got it. So, again. I, I, I would say, though, <laughs> since there is no canon uh, answer to who really was Ventru. Fuck it, make him a king and queen. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah that's Why not? Yeah, that could have. That's good. That's how it could be in your game. Flank and, body's concept, EM. Yeah. But, you know, in your game, the lore is what you guys want it to be. This is just the generally accepted within. Uh, World of Darkness canon, so if you talk to people, you at least have a vague idea of what the framework of things are. Yeah. But you can change it for your table. Fuck it. Why not? Because remember, everything's flexible when it's 8,000 BCE. True. And I think Cain can be dated back to the furthest back, like 28,000 BCE, and it's like... So far. That's like before the city of Ur. Like, that's so fucking old. 
Anywho, uh, speaking of things that are fucking old, Carthage. <laughs> that is old. It is old. Well, what's left? Yeah. So we're going to scrub through uh, time and morium to uh, ancient Rome. Like around... It's the Third Punic War, and I can never remember if it's 100 BCE or CE. Like, I know it's around... Sure. It's roughly around Jesus' time, give or take a century. Okay. That dude was... So, you know, scrub back in your way, way back in the fantasy machines. Doodle-doodle-doo. Doodle-doodle-doo. Oh, actual hit. Like, people who are, like, super into ancient Roman history are probably just fucking mad at me right now, but that's fine. Couldn't be me. Um... <laughs> See, and I'm just debating how similar mm. Rasputin and Jesus are because they're both dirty wizards. <laughs> One just did it with sex. We might have to do a bonus episode because we actually do have stat blocks for both of them. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole subplot with Jesus, Jesus yeah, being a it's, kindred. It's a whole thing. It's, I, I believe it's the most expensive Dark Ages book. Which one? Really? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's, I think it's the one of the Path books, but it's like the Path of Light. Yeah, probably. That oh. book, I was, I was going to buy it and it was like $150. All the other Path books are like 40. <laughs> Fuck. This is the second Bruja War in the canon. It happens at the same time as the third Punic War. Alright, everybody got their duckies in a row? Yes. yes. I don't the Bruja are fighting for pubic yes. regions. Okay. Yes. Uh, they want full bush. <laughs> Ventru want trimmed bush. That's actually a really good way to put it! <laughs> Shockingly! Uh, yeah, so this is a part of the lore where basically uh, the Ventru have, can trace their origins back to, like, Sparta and into Rome. And, you know, the kind of Western canon of, like, classical societies and being civilized and da-da-da. And then the Bruja are in Carthage and and having their whole empire set up in north africa with all of that mm -hmm. and you know clashing of societies and all that noise so yeah the venture and the bruja have not liked each other for Time thousands and thousands of years and this is one of the first big venture get fucked <laughs> situations uh, at least from the Venture perspective, uh, the Bruja, along with the Asimites, the Banu Hakim, mm -hmm. in Carthage, were sacrificing people to the devil. <laughs> nice. Essentially, or de demons. Hail Satan. And that, along with the uh, political issues that the mortals were having between Rome and uh, Carthage, was the impetus to... Uh, Fucking wreck shit. Mm -hmm. uh, Carthage in real life got so destroyed during this war that you to this day can still find the ruins of the destroyed city and like salted earth, like just fucking stamped out. Damn. So imagine throwing vampire powers on top of that. Nice. That would explain why you can still find it stamped out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Venture came across the Mediterranean and raised the city, salt earth, captured and sold the citizens into slavery, as was the custom at the time, and turned the whole area into a Roman province. All right, then. Yeah. Thanks, Venture. Yeah. Dicks. Uh, fun uh, lore side Seconded. fact. And this does tie into things. So, uh, 
on the Roman side of the conflict, you had Lysander of Ventru, Artemis Ortha of Ventru, Alcaeus uh, Malkavian, who was a prince at oh. the time. And supposedly, Arikel, who was the uh, antediluvian of the Toreador. Oh, oh Yeah, wow. so these are like some powerhouse, like... This wasn't your normal vampire fight where people are just hissing and like floating in the air, kind of. This is like, like Making demigods, yeah. like fucking with each other. Damn, how fast do you move with <laughs> celerity as an antediluvian? Almost oh, instantaneously. Yeah, is that like Dragon Ball Z style? Basically, well, that's yeah. Again, we're like gonna talk about that. Uh, probably, uh, <laughs> potentially in the book current episode because. That is one of the most described powers because apparently that's Kane's favorite bag. Is just it's fucking turbo good. speed. He fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> it's good shit. Yeah, yeah. because the I amount really want to get slayed. the amount of fights that happen where it's just like, all right, we're gonna fuck with this guy. Wow, um, I'm the only one left alive. Uh, I believe he chose to leave me alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is a. Uh, very big historical like point of pride for the venture because this is a turning point basically instead of having two major clans fighting each other over supremacy in like the the european theater it is just Let's, i have this yeah and that's not terribly uncommon for venture to now and again just poke a bruja and be like hey remember carthage stab stab be sad <laughs> remember brujas punch them when they do that yeah. They have fortitude. Uh, they they can have fortitude. Take it. It's fine. Yeah, just break their glasses. Right. Yes. And this Ventru uh, leadership continued uh, through Rome into the Dark Ages. Yay! Yay! The Dark Ages! The ages were magic. Obviously, the best time for humanity. <laughs> Well, actually, the Dark Ages is dark because we don't have a lot of history from that time, not because the t period itself was necessarily so bad. I'm just going to assume the dimmer switch was down. <laughs> I left the Dark Ages in because the Ventru are such a pillar of the Camarilla and how vampire society works from a European perspective. And how it formed afterwards. Yes. So I left that in because for them and in their perspective... This was somewhat not a good time because, you know, no more empire, Rome fell, blah. But what happened instead is a lot of the Ventru spread out across Europe and basically started feudalism. So they started their own fiefdoms and countries and were using nobles to, like, puppet and control things and expand their empire in other ways. So Hunter is correct. In actual history, we're trying to, you know, understand that we are a global community and... uh not everything has to be done from certain perspectives. Unfortunately, it does have to be done from that perspective to cover this in a way that makes any kind of fucking sense. Yeah. Okay. So. Hurrah! Covering our bases. So, yeah. Uh, Venture spread across Europe, did cool knight, king, you know, King Henry VIII's kind of bullshit. And then the First Inquisition happened, uh, which is like 1500s. It's like right before the Reformation and all that stuff starts, if I remember right. And during that time period, a lot of uh, Ventru specifically get uh, nuked from orbit Literally? in the oldie time. Well, not from orbit because it's before spaceships. 
Uh, I figured meteors. Yeah. Well, uh, because the Venture are in leadership positions, therefore, for vampire society, they tend to be the figureheads. So when people are like, we need to get the vampires, they all live in castles and... Yeah, when the, uh, when the lovely crusade happened, it was just like, ha, ah, we know who the bad guy is. Yeah. He hasn't got off his throne. Yeah, just like, it's weird that Lord Citadel has been, like, living in the same castle for, like, 200 years. He's possessed by the devil. <laughs> Let's burn him. It's, yeah. It's weird. We really like Count Keanu Reeves, but he hasn't <laughs> aged 200 years. We gotta get him. Uh... We don't trust it. Yeah, so... Due to uh, the war of princes with the various uh, youngers and olders fighting each other on top of the pressures coming from the First Inquisition, uh, a Ventrue stepped up to the plate. His name is Hardstadt. You may have heard this name before. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that name got dropped in the meta plot overview. This is where he steps into the foreground. This is the person that spearheaded the Convention of Thorns, which therefore means that they spearheaded the creation of the Camarilla itself. Question. Mm -hmm. Now, is this Harshdot the first, the second, or the third? Because I can't remember if this has only happened twice. There's, two, there's technically two Harshdots. Harshdot the Elder uh -huh. is the one that did this. Okay, all right. I was making sure, because I can't remember if they've done that if they've done the whole, like, title switcheroo hat thing. No, that, that happens here in a minute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So, uh, the Hardstadt the Elder, which we'll explain why we have to do that split in a minute, uh, structured the Camarilla based off of classical government ideas from Greece and Rome. That may or may not have And somehow, magically, you have to no. set this up in a way that it benefited the Ventru in maintaining their power. Who could have guessed? <laughs> Who fucking would have figured that shit out? And he also uh, structured the directorate in a similar power structure. So this guy did both sides of the venture organization with the Camarilla and the directorate. Yeah. So he kind of... Mm -hmm. So the two mirror each other. Mm -hmm. So it's no wonder the two are so entangled. Yeah. and uh, But yeah, basically around this time period, there is a battle conflict. Hardstadt the Elder gets ganked. But he had a childer called Hardstadt the Younger. And apparently he looks so similar to his sire, he basically just put on his hat and was like, I'm Hardstadt now. And nobody fucking questioned it. So that is the Hardstadt that we will run into in the future. How much of that do you think was like, okay, we're just not going to fuck with him. He can just, he can be Hardstadt. That's fine. And how much of that was, yeah, he's, that's totally the same dude. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is also a time off. period where people obviously didn't have instant access to photos. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, like, the immediate circle is just like, okay, bitch, we know what you're doing, but, like, this benefits everybody, so we're going to let it slide. Mm. And then after, like, 500 years of that, I don't think anyone's going to fucking question it. Right, <laughs> They're just right. like, oh, yeah, it's clearly Hardstat. Look, he's got the hat. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Just you could just and it's also just you could get away with so much shit before like 1930. Yeah. yeah. Like literally just put on a different hat and go like one county over and just start a life over. It's fucking insane. Again, I mean just I mean really you could do that up until like the 80s I feel like. Yeah. Again, we're just describing the plot of Stepfather. <laughs> you can still kind of do that. You just be like, "Oh yeah, I don't have Facebook." Yeah. Yeah. 
the power of a clipboard and a like middle mediocre suit to just wander anywhere you want. That's yeah. true. Yeah, or a safety vest. Yeah. A clipboard and a safety vest. Go wherever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Get like a lanyard with like a a plastic square on it. Yeah. Yeah. You can just go into all sorts of places. We're not condoning you do that, but I have no, done that don't before, trespass. and it's super fun. Don't trespass <laughs> on private property, especially really cool abandoned buildings. Don't go in there. Yeah. So let's who... be real. Mm-hmm. If you're going to not go in there, not go in there with a partner. Yeah. So, speaking of going into places with friends, uh, colonialism. Yay! <laughs> hey! I mean, yay, were No, no, it's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of venture history does go along, and yes, and with a lot of Euro- Western European history, so some of this is going to be like, okay, so what happened after the Reformation? You're like, oh yeah, people started getting on rickety wooden death traps and going to other parts of the world and just taking shit? So that's what happened. <laughs> a lot of the venture invested heavily in explorations of the New World and the Far East and established a lot of the trade routes. They did some of the first corporations with like the Dutch East Indies Company, yeah. that kind of shit. Uh, some of the younger venture also got onto that cool like enlightenment thing mm-hmm. and having new ideas, quote unquote, new ideas about power structures and how people should handle themselves within society and how society should be organized. So some of those guys said, fuck you, dad, went to the Americas and started a war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Da, 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 da. Thanks, guys. Uh, proud to be an American. America. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so behind the scenes of the American Revolution, where, you know, in the front we have Thomas Jefferson, all the lads. Mm-hmm writing papers and starting shit and like getting lots of people to die of scurvy uh <laughs> bonus episode we stat the founding father oh jesus christ oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, i thought you were gonna say we stat scurvy <sighs> you know they did find bodies under benjamin franklin's home yeah i can't remember if it was, was decided if yeah those i was were... just gonna say is that surprising no i just i can't remember if those bodies were decided to be uh experiments done by him like post-mortem things or if it was somebody who did it after he had left the property i don't remember yeah all i know is they found (laughs) bodies under benjamin franklin's house and you can quote me on that yeah that is true they legit did great it's gonna be in the quote channel hell yeah like the next day after this post but yeah the the american revolution uh surprised a lot of the venture elders they were just like not looking for it and they're just like what what are all these kids doing and yelling about we had a good thing going and we had a good thing that was benefiting just us why do they want more power structure and land i gave them a nickel (laughs) these goddamn kids these frat bros with pantaloons why would they like to seize the means of production oh they weren't even doing that they're just like i don't want to pay taxes Mm. you know what good on them (laughs) yeah yeah and the American Revolution also coincides with the first Sabbat War. Somehow like, not surprising. To yeah, me. they have four civil wars. The first one was during the American Revolution. There's a lot of really cool lore there. But it's not venture-centric, and we don't have the time. But that is that is what was going on. And the venture continued to expand their uh, footholds in various things throughout the world, mostly via the British. 
Also not surprising. No, because, no. yeah, the British had the most expansive colonizing empire across the world. You can look up maps on that and go, oh, my God. Because it's kind of fucking horrifying to be like, oh, they controlled how much of everything? Jesus fucking Christ. And it also is like, okay, I understand why things are fucked up now. Because there's just a lot of like, ah, some white guy thousands of miles away just drew a line somewhere. And now, it, like, we were dealing with the ramifications of that still. And it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, as the... But they have tea. They do have tea. I'll say that. Oh. That's the tea, sis. well it wasn't just colonialism though it was also the industrial revolution yeah Yeah. that made a huge difference in how things worked at the time obviously yeah a lot of people were lining up to get a chunk of that pie oh yeah yeah the the 17 1800s with colonialism and the industrial revolution basically was a part of the big switch for the venture from being divine right kings in the like i have the big shiny hat and i fuck my cousin to, uh, oh, I am a man of industry. Are we talking about Hakata? No. Okay, I just so, heard fucking. I, okay, that's an interesting point of view. Uh, I hadn't really thought that. I would never, before I wouldn't necessarily place that as the big switch, but it makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. like, even in the Western societies, like we tend to not view well, who is inherently powerful based off of like their lineage and like oh yeah who your dad is so much as your basis of power is dependent on how much money you have mm-hmm. so this shift in society during this time period the venture also yes ended that not that there aren't a lot of old venture who still like you know care about good breeding i said i'm sure there's plenty oh yeah, yeah oh no <laughs> many venture again circle back onto who they embrace yeah, then it's not like, you know, during the learned, educated, you know, gentry, moneyed folks of these time periods, it wasn't like thoughts about breeding and eugenics weren't super fucking trendy or anything like that. So, you know, the Industrial Revolution and its consequences, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah we got pugs. And, you know, the pepper moths. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that Thanks. experiment? There's in Britain, there was like these little pepper moths that were white. And then industrialization happened and everything got covered in uh, coal. Uh-huh. So the moths became black. And scientists were like, why the fuck did the moths change? Are they poisoned? And it's like, no, because of evolution. They they wanted if to every- blend in. Yeah, if all- everything is covered in soot and you're a white moth, your ass going to get eaten. So when they started cleaning up and not using the coal as much more, the white moths came back. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. Insects has a very fun evolutionary. Yeah. Line. Uh... Speaking of things that are not fun, uh, <laughs> Germany at the turn of the 19th century. <laughs> womp, womp. Oh. Yes, we're, we're strapping, fam. We're going into this part of history. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Zvitsi, run. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know how much everybody remembers about World War One. I. I don't know. How much do you remember about that time? I mean, I've studied it. A lot. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Are you giving me shit because my last name's German? I'm the most German one here. I don't know why you're side eyeing her, but um, <laughs> I'm just side eyeing everybody at the table who might have been around for it. No. Uh, but I don't know. Honestly, like war history mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest nerd things that I just never gave a shit about. Yeah. I was like, yep, there's some tanks and some people shot each other in history, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, we're not gonna get too into the weeds on this 
this could just be its own fucking episode if we wanted to get into how vampire politics worked during World War One. But the basis of uh, uh, all the different European countries were getting into treated issues and having arms races and everything was really tense and mm-hmm. the economy was bullshit. And then uh, an indie band got shot and <laughs> France Ferdinand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> I just wasn't going to give acknowledge it. No, that's okay. It was a very bad joke. To have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to give my energy to that. But. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically because of the dis- the rampant destruction during World War 1, a lot of venture holdings in Europe got decimated during that. Uh-huh. And so a lot of them either uh, moved to the Americas to be like, "Ah, we'll go to the new world where there's, you know, industry doesn't suck and we can invest our money there and start over or they remained and some of them doubled down on some shit they really should not have Mm. and i don't want to get into this or harp on it too much but unfortunately when you flip through one of the old ventrue clan books you flip through pages and you're like oh there's some like ancient like spartan warriors there's like a medieval king there's like a guy in american revolution like tricorner hat flip the page nazi so I can't not talk about it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it's here. Yeah. Yeah. So my... It actually happens surprisingly frequently in Vampire <laughs> Masquerade books. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're... To the creator's credit, that is something that happened, and there definitely would have been powerful individuals. For sure. If, they, if vampires existed, it's better that they had... They were like, no, there were definitely vampire Nazis. To be like, no, that's just honest. If you try to pretend that your universe wouldn't have ultra-powerful beings that were like, ah, yes, divine right. Yes, I am more powerful than everyone. I should get all the things. Yeah. Uh, it's, hmm. Well, here's the thing on that. Um, when you're going to have a fantasy game that's has a, basically is an alternate universe of like actual history... Mm-hmm you're going to bump into some shit that's very fucking ugly and gross. Mm -hmm. And you should be educated enough to make a decision at your table on how you want to handle that or if you're going to cover that in your story. Oh, yeah, because you can just retcon that just scrub away if you want. Well, uh, I think it would be irresponsible to not acknowledge it, but you also, like, don't have to focus on it. You could just be like, this happened. We're not going to talk about it in this game because, you know, X, Y, and Z, people don't want to deal with it. We're here to have fun. Mm -hmm. And sometimes fascism is kind of scary and people don't want to deal with it. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Fucking valid as shit, Fair. my dude. And I respect that. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's irresponsible to not acknowledge it and just kind of let it sit there because then you're going to get some fucking asshat that's going to be like, oh, so I can do this here? This is acceptable? And I'm like, no, it's not. Fuck you. Fuck off. Yeah, I also wouldn't do the opposite, though, <laughs> where you make it a wholly uh, supernatural mm-hmm. battle. As much as I love, like, oh, the yeah, photos yeah. of, like, American werewolves tearing Nazi vampires apart and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you take out all of the human element in this history, it also kind of just... Yeah, it turns into, we never did anything wrong. It was just... It devalues it. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the QAnon bullshit, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's not bad people. There are demons who are, are the people I don't like, and then humans. And we're not going to acknowledge the fact that a lot of our demons are just Jews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I will give the book credit that it does have the historical nuance that works within the clan lore, where a lot of the younger venture at the time that... You know, we're in Weimar, Germany, and that did get, like, hit financially hard. They're not 
doing well got into like uh, German and Italian fascism as a way to kind of revitalize old Rome and reclaim their past glory days. And a lot of the older venture at the time found it to be a very misguided thing to do because you're basically combining populism and mysticism and that's not a good way to build a foundation of leadership. Uh-huh. So I was just like, oh, okay, there, there's actually some thought and there's some in-lore reason why some people might have jumped fucking head over heels into this shit and some of the venture would just been like, no, this is fucking stupid. Like, why the fuck would you ever do this? And it's not like there weren't uh, venture on both sides of that conflict. Because, you know, like we said, a bunch of Ameri- uh, venture went to the Americas. So some of them were probably, you know, investing in the military industrial complex. So that's not terrifying. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. Uh, do with that info what you will. This is just what I've been able to find so far. Uh, continuing on past World War II. Uh, the Cold War apparently was a good time for the venture. Because <laughs> this was a long-standing conflict where they were able to have people on both sides and they were able to basically uh, not only recoup their losses from World War II, but expand upon that. Mm-hmm. So you had Western vampire or ventures that uh, continued the decimation of their noble titles into like executives and CEOs and... That's where you get the corporate ventures with, like, the Patrick Bateman suits and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then Eastern Venture, a lot of the uh, the Russian bloc or Soviet bloc folks uh, worked within, like, the KGB and the Soviet system, even though in the canon a lot of Soviet stuff was run by Bruja. But there was Venture there. And when the Soviet Union collapsed, they became gangsters. <laughs> and so a lot of organized crime, a lot of gun running, drug running. So they got both sides, basically, of the business coin, where they got the white-collar suits, and then they also have the uh, organized crime underbelly. And they're now, making profits on both ends. Now, I have to ask, did that piss off the Giovanni? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, probably. Like, get I mean, out of my business. Yeah, I mean, there was the uh, the pact where, basically, the Giovanni were allowed to run their business, but a lot of them focused in Italy. Mm-hmm. So... I will also say in general, yeah. anything we talk about, while we're saying this is like, this is what Clan Venture does, all the, the other clans at least have a little bit of a hand in all of this to yeah. some degree. This is just what's most important to this clan and what the big boys were doing. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they weren't, oh, they yeah. didn't have hirelings from other clans and they weren't running businesses together. And I was just curious to see if, you know, just the switch from mainly like, a business standpoint to be like we're doing an organized crime now if the ca- if again at the time the giovannis were like i have knives get out of my kitchen i will stab you that sounds like them most of the time though yeah not wrong but not yeah wrong. the the uh, at least the, the majority of the conflicts that the venture were actively getting into were more uh basically trying to suppress the sabat as much as possible particularly the lasombra Particularly this yeah. yeah, because, you know, they're just like, ah, yeah, you guys also think you're in charge. You're not. Shut the fuck up. Bop. Yeah, they should just fuck already. <laughs> they should. Bop. I wrote that in the script. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, uh, just every time I've been in a game where there's a venture and a La Sombra, I'm just like, you, there's just the sexual tension. <laughs> just, it's there. And no offense, I would have more respect <laughs> for those players if it eventually did happen. But, you know, if you don't want to, that's also acceptable. Yeah, no, no, no. Not everything has to be horny. 
It's vampire. You sure about it? It's vampire. It's 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 kind of a horny game. It's easy to make everything horny. Oh, for sure. It doesn't have to be everything horny. So that was the the Crash Course history from the old world. Now we're going to crank into what's going on in V5. The lore updates. All right. All right. Big stretches. Do my stretch. So the convention of Prague. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy! I think <laughs> we talked about this one a little bit on our overall vampire history we did early on, mm-hmm. but oh no, it's going to be a bad time for Harstadt the Junior. Uh, it's just Harstadt. Look, he's got the hat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. he's not the young one now. Once he gets the hat, he upgrades. Yes, mm-hmm. no. that's that's how it works. You gain a hat, you lose a name. <laughs> so, quick question. If you don't have a head, does it still count for having the hat? We'll get into that. <laughs> so the convention of Prague was a big meeting by the Camarilla because they're like, hey, these mortals that work for governments are killing a shitload of kindred. And it seems that they're getting these hit lists through like the internet and cell phones. Mm-hmm. We should figure out what to do about that. And it... Uh, continued the elders being like, you dang kids and your phones are being irresponsible. And the youngers are like, let me have my phone, dad. (laughs) You're being irresponsible because you can't keep up with the times and you don't know how a web browser works. (laughs) You can't get a VPN. (laughs) Did you you turn the modem on and off? That argument. So that was this big meeting happened in 2012. At this meeting, uh, the Archon, so the guy who was in charge of the Bruja, his name was Theo Bell. Is. Is. Yeah, is. Well, his name is Theo Bell. Uh, we'll get into the rest of that. <laughs> Apparently him and Hardstadt, who was the Archon for the Venture, got a little heated during this meeting. And according to the rumors, Theo Bell got done with his shit and pulled out a shotgun, put it underneath his chin, and fired. Uh, and uh, there is no more Hardstadt. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, Hardstadt... In the bedroom. <laughs> but yes, with... Do we know what they were arguing over? Uh, that, I believe, can be left up to storytelling interpretation. Cool, there right. is some interesting lore with the fact that Theo did this. A lot of people kept seemed to be embellishing how the fight went. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Theo was very just like, look, I did this thing. I walked out. Y'all did not have to follow me. Gotcha. Yeah, because this was the incident where the Bruja just collectively went like, all right, lads, we're leaving. Just lads, 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 lads. <laughs> I like that um, in the book, too, it's kind of like all of a sudden they all are just like, okay, and just like wandered off. Yeah. They like somehow they all knew right when to leave. Like maybe they knew in advance. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe Theo was like, all right, we're taking this chance to get on the exit also for my theory mm-hmm. i would like to say that they were arguing over whether a hot dog is a sandwich or not <laughs> and theo was just that's done so which harsh that shit and was like i'm shooting your head off now i can't believe we're talking about this it's my least favorite meme <laughs> <laughs> my least favorite well, i'm sorry i pulled that out of my anything lexicon. anything that lets nerds be bigger pedants online just like really gets my fur up so you, you're probably fine with the is a quesadilla a sandwich argument. 
I don't give a shit. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I'll eat a quesadilla. I'll eat a sandwich. I'll eat a hot dog. I don't care how it's classified. He just, yeah. doesn't, he just doesn't give a shit about the classification. He, see, that's exactly like this. Just like Hunter's Theo Bell over here and just Harstadt really has a point. And he's like, all right, I'm done with your shit. Blam. Yeah. Ah, I didn't delete my note. I moved my note. So, hey. uh, Hardstadt the Younger, the one who gets shot at the Convention of Prague, his sire, Hardstadt the Elder, was killed during the first Anarch Revolts by Tyler, who is a very well-known Bruja Anarch. Mm-hmm. Like she, they, they have a lore sheet. Yep. Nice. So there's a there's a history of powerful Bruja just walking up to Venture and just being like, fuck off, bruv. I, I like that, like, Venture's like, fuck off, destroy a city, and then uh, Bruja's like, fuck off, we're gonna kill the people that, like, are in charge of your city. <laughs> we're gonna kill the one guy and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make a point. I would also say, I'd like to state, because I helped with the research on this, uh, as we said, you know, <laughs> history being veils and whatnot, there are always rumors on both of these deaths that, was that the actual Harshtot? Was it their proxy shoved in who the fuck knows again if you right. weren't there because they have rumors for both that where it's just like oh no that might have been another dude that had harsh dots hat on <laughs> also i think it would be funny as an st to have another guy show up and just be like i'm harsh and just wearing the hat literally pick up the hat, hat and put it on <laughs> and your, your hit players have to roll like a history difficulty four to know if they even knew about that happening the first time mm-hmm I just, just wanted to be a totally different looking dude. Old man Hardstadt. Could be. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It's you can have a lot of fun with this stuff. Uh yeah. yes. So other other fun note about the convention of uh Prague, the uh, altercation where <laughs> Hardstadt got his head blown off by Theo Bell. Yeah. Apparently also caused the death of Jan Peterzun, who's another major figurehead in Clan Ventrue. Uh, for those of you who are interested, uh, they are the character that's on that cover of the old Clan Venture book with, like, the guy in the suit with the knife. Yeah, the revised one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's him. Uh, you also find him in parts of the story uh, where he's antagonizing uh, Beckett in Beckett's Jihad Diary. Hmm. Of course. Yeah, it's 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 fun. They're, that is a spicy read. I love that book. It's a good time. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Bell claims they did not kill Peter Zune. People just keep saying he did, and he's like, I don't know why. I mean, I he did mad. just take a shotgun to, like... Yeah, yeah and there's a lot of interesting <laughs> conjecture about... it Was that really a hard shot? Is hard shot really yeah. dead? Right. Um, there's also... It, it was the uh, Gentleman's Guide to Vampire series on YouTube. Uh, the video that covers this section a little bit of the new lore. Mm-hmm. Did bring up an interesting point that while the the uh, the Bruja did walk out after killing the leader of the Ventru, yeah, the amount of Bruja princes within the Camarilla remained the same. Huh. So, because there were zero. No, there were there no, no, there, there were. were oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was the assumption of like, no. <laughs> fuck you, Bruja. No, no, no. It's just the. Uh, it is interesting that the individuals that defected mm-hmm. from the Cam to the Anarchs did not include the power yeah. structure oh, that were yeah. elevated. Gotcha, yeah, because gotcha. that, that's kind of a, a a thing that's different between the Bruja and the Venture, where the Venture have this organized structure and hierarchy and power and chain of command. The Bruja don't. So when their leadership makes a choice and does something, even if most of the clan goes with it, there are going to be people that are just like, nah, I'm good. Right, right. No, I understand. Maybe, maybe some of these rural structures, not a bad idea. Maybe. Mm. 
Or again, they kicked and screamed up into that prince position. And they're like, fuck you! Took a lot of work to get here. Yeah, yeah. And continuing on things that are work, uh, claiming the Sabat territory. So, as the Sabat have reduced their numbers dramatically in the V5 canon, a lot of venture are taking this as a uh, excuse to... or. A, an opportunity, a business venture, if you will, to claim a shitload of territory. It's free hmm. real estate. Yeah, because they're just like, oh, there's just all these places that like people are just fucking leaving, and I'm just like, this is mine now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mexico City is one of the biggest ones. Yeah, that one is owned by Fiorenzo. We'll talk Yo. about her in a second. Which hey. Mexico City is a big deal because Mexico City has been one of the few like mm. major Sabat strongholds in the Americas. The whole time. There's been, I think, like, one time the Camarilla held it for, like, a little bit in the 1700s. Yeah. If I recall correctly, mm-hmm. the two big ones are Mexico City and... Oh, it's the it's the place in Canada. Toronto? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, like, Toronto and Mexico City are, like, the fuck you Sabat territory. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of interesting cans of worms that you can pull out of... Okay, so if... The venture are going to be taking territory. How do they go about that? What are the ways they go into spaces like this? And what the fuck are they going to find when they start flipping the boards over or opening the books and just be like, ah! I have a question because mm-hmm. I did not research this. Mm-hmm. Please tell me there was a majority of the venture that just walked up to the Sabat territory with a flag and were like, fine. Well, I put a flag in it. That's a very antiquated and silly way to do that. No, instead, they're just be like, yeah, no, I bought the land underneath you. This is literally mine. Okay. I do like what Sarah's getting onto. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying plot point. Oh, yeah, no. You're uh, you newly turned kindred, and you get sent out to Mexico City. It's like, you're going to go clean up. And then you open the wrong cabinet. <laughs> and and fuck plot falls out yeah plot and or something hissy and clicky falls out yeah and there's also because the spot books out now now you have as a storyteller reasons to be like okay cool your characters have gone into this territory and they're picking through it and seeing what they can salvage what they can't and they're starting to make investments on like improving the area and then some of those fuckers come back and some of them are really fucked up and they're very like, and you're just like, how the fuck do you deal with that? The dogs that used to be chained, chained are no longer controlled by anyone. And they're yeah. on steroids. Yeah. And when they're like, I want to come back to my yard, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, now I understand why there's grooves ran around this tree. Yeah. So that's, that's boopy. Uh, the next two little points we're going to talk about um, are spoilers because they are part of, uh, uh, Adventure modules, I guess you could say, from canon stuff for V5. So if you don't want spoilers, uh, skip ahead till we start talking about the Just Cars. Uh, I mean, I guess if that's something you care about. Yeah, I'll record a timestamp if I remember. That's what I was about to say. Editing Hunter, if you can remember, timestamp and start now. Yeah. So big, big thing that the Venture have done. Uh, Chicago. It's not run by Loden anymore. It's run by Kevin Jackson. Within chicago kevin jackson is organizing a truce between the camarilla and the la sombra and potentially inviting them into the camarilla which is weird because he's ventrue yeah and they've always been like hey la sombra fuck off sit on it Mm -hmm. and also terrifying yeah, that they've decided to be friends, but again, right, yeah. Like, what's actually going on? Lasombra saw something during the Sabat bullshit and went, "Never mind." 
just nope, 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 nope. Either nope. they're noping out, or it's a power play mm-hmm. to start bringing in because he even says in like the core book that kindred religion is starting to come back. Mm-hmm. The biggest kindred religion, canines. Yep. So you get into the Camarilla, and then you start spreading your seeds and. Yeah, and it could be, you know, more level-headed La Sombra that are just like, oh, hey, the Ventru seem to be weak because they just recently lost their uh, clan leader and the Camry has been having a lot of shakeabouts and they don't seem as sturdy. And they're just like, oh, yeah, no, if we play our cards as, Maybe oh, we no, we, we are so damaged and afeared. Daddy Ventru, please let us in. Can we come in? Can we come inside? Yeah, we'll follow the rules. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll follow the rules. We'll listen to it. Oh, you guys look really weak. Oh man, I thought you had a good power structure at the top. It'd be a shame if I kicked you in your center of gravity and took over that. It's yeah. probably all three, and yeah. you could have a. Yeah. You could have a, any of them as like a major plot point in a game you're running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but the the major adventure at the end of the Chicago uh, book covers this, and your table can decide how that plays out in your game. So. That's a really cool, fun module. I think we're going to be... I have one adventure I need you all to finish for yours, and then we're going to start running that module. So, hey. hell yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, you're going to decide the fate of things. Hooray. Speaking of fate of things, Fall of London. That is a whole adventure book. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is really cool. A lot of it is very venture heavy because the main power player in London is Mithras. <laughs> <laughs> So. Who has like a whole cult based around? He them. do. Yeah, yeah. He's basically a god. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he old as fuck. He's been around since like Roman times. Um, the the fall of London book covers uh his potential return or final death. Who knows? You guys get to decide that as players. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, da, 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 da. yeah. So that's that's exciting. There's also some stuff about like you know vampire hunting and. Vampires hunt together vampires and Yeah, it gives your players the uh the scariness of being like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, this is probably a fourth or a fifth gen. Mm-hmm. A lot of those and uh older might be waking up in a different part. You shitting yourself yet? Yeah, it's very spoopy. It's fun. And if you're an asshole like me, sometimes you just like to do really shitty British accents. Hello. I'm Doggy. not I'm not good at English know. accents at all. <laughs> I could do kind of the one Scottish accent I was raised with and have been trying to beat out of myself my entire life, but, uh... <laughs> I can say governor at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the uh, the memory programs leak in and the southern will come out, but I thank God I've scrubbed most of that from my database. No. Why would you want to do that, darling? Because, <laughs> again, when you uh, have my proclivities down there... They also start trying to beat the everything out of you. Yeah, and the I mean, South is spicy. I enjoy fighting, but not as spicy. Fight I was gonna say not as spicy as the new Justicar. One second mm. before you do that. Pause. Editing Hunter. Here's the end timestamp. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was doing for oh, the. And now you're do good. your major Speaking plans. of uh, spicy, uh, the new Justicar for Ventru. Uh, the, we're getting into the major NPCs right now. Uh, this is a character named Lucinde. You can find their info in one of the Chicago splat books. Talk about in a second. Uh, most of the just cars, as we talked about in the Camarilla, run on like 13 year cycles. Yep. For some reason, the Venture just kind of elect a just car for unlife. So that's that's what Lucinda <laughs> did. She took over in 2018. Nope. What? 
But I, I just love that everybody's like, follow this rule, and Venture like, follow the rules. We're just going to elect her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the do. It's the usual power structure yeah. thing of yeah, do, as, do I as I say, say, not as I do. Yeah. Right. And uh, this this person is the absolute epitome of gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> okay. I like to think. Sorry, I'm I'm no, stuck on good. this right now. I like to think that the venture are like, no, we're following the rules. We had an election. She just won again. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could actually see them running sham elections. But yeah. It's just like, all right, we're having an election for our Justicar. Oh, were there no other candidates? Ah, win by default. Oh, somebody else is running? Kill them. Or, um, like, they've specifically put somebody unqualified. Like, you want her or you want this neonate? Yeah. Yeah, Pick. just anything <laughs> to make it seem like, no, we ran a thing. Right. Yeah, well, on that note, it's kind of interesting because the looking at, uh, because leadership is such a thing with the venture, I think to understand how the clan overall has a vibe. You really need to look at the Justicar, uh-huh. who's like the head, mm-hmm. to see how the rest of them are going to kind of play out. So with Hardshot, it was a more classical organization, hierarchical, you know, old school kind of chill thing. With Lucinde, you get an interesting change in the Ventru, where she is known as, she is something known as an Alistair. This is a kindred who hunts other kindred for blood sport. That is sanctioned by the Camarilla because the Camarilla has this thing called the Red List. Mm-hmm. So if you fuck around too much, you end up on the Red List, and that is a you're basically open to be killed and diabolized. Like that's the like FBI's most wanted. Hmm. It's like a permanent <laughs> blood hunt. Yeah. Yeah, basically, and she is somebody who actively does this. She did this before she became the Justicar. She continues to do this as the Justicar. Damn. She'd just be like, I hunt people. Fuck it. It's just a I hobby do, that I she just, just doesn't love, want to give up. I just love the idea of her holding any meeting for bureaucracy and then just gets a vague whiff of somebody on the red list and she's just like, I'm going to get it. Well, because of this, you now uh, have a venture in leadership who is somebody who actively goes out into the field and is actively engaging in combat. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a very interesting shift for the venture for V5, mm, yeah. which also is mirrored in the symbol change because it used to be just the scepter and now it's the scepter and the sword cross. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, this is a sli- this is a massive vibe change where they're kind of leaning back into the old uh, ancient Roman, ancient Greek, you know, leadership is done not only through being in charge and having a presence, but you actually have to go and kick ass. Be like, yeah, cool. They might bring those pauldrons back too. Yeah. Who knows? Ooh, even would to know. Yeah. Do you think David Byrne was a venture and he was just trying to disguise his pauldrons with his giant <laughs> shoulders? <laughs> Maybe. You think? Maybe. Maybe? Okay. Yes. But other major uh, venture NPCs <sighs> that are kind of good to be aware of. There is Fiorenza Savona. Uh, who is, is fucking cool. Yeah. She's an older lady who's more recently embraced. She has a lot of ties in with... Uh, international politics because her and her husband like worked with like people in the un and shit like that very well connected kind of a big deal uh she's the lady that took over mexico city on top of that if you watch la by night uh she was the one on the phone that is supporting uh victor yeah isn't she his sire not that i'm aware of i don't remember i've also not finished season five because i'm a monster Hmm. i'm behind too yeah Yeah. uh just it's cool i've been busy uh but yeah, if you wanna you wanna see her, uh, so there's the Ventru page for her where she's hanging out with that diamond studded gimp. So yep. good. I fucking love that photo so, so much. It's, it's so, so good. It's so good. 
I'm just like, you know what? Girl, work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, good for you. I'm so... Oh, God. Uh, just... Uh, it gives me the, the energy of the mom. I think it's from... Uh, is it uh, Arrested Development? Just like the... How much could a banana cost? $20? Yeah. <laughs> Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just... Uh, I just, I, I still say, I'm like, I really want to know how that photo shoot went, because that looks like it was so fun. I yeah. bet, I bet. Just opulent as shit. But yes, also I'd mentioned Mithras. Basically a god, fourth gen Ventru, who's been like up and down. He's a major, major character. He's the whole impetus for the fall of London Chronicle. <laughs> so Has a what, cult. What you're saying is this, this uh, Mithras might be important. Kind of important. Okay, uh, a little bit. Yeah, there's more info for his cult and there's the lore sheet in the Camarilla book and I believe there's more info for them in the Cult of the Blood Gods stuff somewhere in there. There's more Mithras stuff. Uh, the Hakata Prince of Edinburgh, uh, Roger de Camden, was his second in command and is now in charge of the cult. Oh. So just kind of a, not a Ventru, but you know, since Cult of Mithras is such a like Ventru-centric thing, good character to know. Yeah, yeah. Fun little skeletal spooky boy. Uh, there was quote unquote hard shot. Both the hard shots are probably dead by this point. Probably. Probably. Who knows? Hopefully. Eh, you can change that if you want. But you could always use my MPC hard stat three. Hard stat three. <laughs> Same stat block as the first. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Different suit. Up. Same hat. Yeah. yeah. Rumors of my demise were greatly over-exaggerated. Uh, uh, that hat would have to be so old that it could have an existential ship of thesis crisis at this point. <laughs> like, is it even the same hat? Uh, no, just watched Encanto recently, so all I could think of was just the bit where Bruno puts the bucket on his head, and he's like, my name is, is like, I am Hernando, and I'm scared of nothing. Hard uh, Stat 3. It's a very cute movie. Got it. Yes. It's, it, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's just, I I don't care about Disney properties too much, but Encanto was really good. Also, the bucket was Jorge. Was it Jorge? Yeah, Jorge makes the spackle. Uh, I thought it was Hernando. Hernando was the hood. Oh, uh, okay. He put the hood over his eyes. I apologize. No, I'm okay. sorry. I watched the movie once. I have watched it three times. Good job. All I've right. never seen it. It's super fun. Anyways, so speaking of super fun, Kevin Jackson, our boy, our lad. What up, bud? Our, our champion of uh, Chicago. Yeah, I'm a fan of him, but also... Specifically, put points in making my character to be friends with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, and, and particularly for Avenger, his story I find to be interesting because his sire uh, was Loden, who was a racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, he sired Kevin just because he was a gang member on Southside Chicago and he was trying to get, like, a powerhouse in there. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason he did it, which is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Kevin did yeah. not like Loden. I think that's fair. Fair and valid. Absolutely fair. So it's it's kind of a... His story is almost like a quote-unquote rags to riches, but it's just, you know, somebody coming from a situation where they should not have been able to achieve reigns of power and has been able to manipulate and, con- and mastermind his way through things to the point where now he's in charge of the most important city in the Camarilla in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he... Um, 
and he's been around since Old World. Mm-hmm. Uh, his books around. One thing I really like is some of the old art. Yeah, yeah. didn't I was we about I think to bring that up? I think Sarah already commented on this on an earlier episode. That no, no, it was, that the, was our first time recording this. Oh yeah, yeah Sarah. Yeah. Sarah and I were the one who noticed this because we were working on stuff for our actual game we were playing. Yeah, because the art for Kevin in the newer books fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. good. Like Looks he's like good. It's like somebody who understands, like, because he's, I think, the youngest prince in North America uh-huh. as well. So that, which is for Venture Bananas, but yeah, he's got, he's like, the drip is pretty on point. Like, I appreciate that he's got like a nice, like, clean suit, and then has like the fur over it, and he's got this shaved head, and like, the, it's one of those, like, it's a good picture for a prince where it is authoritative and intimidating, but not in a way where you're just like, okay, I can at least, you can talk to this guy. Yeah. Which is one of the other reasons I like him as a prince, because he's, like, not complete an authoritarian dick. He will, like, have meetings with people and be like, okay, no, I actually want to hear your info so I can make better judgments on things. And I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for writing a venture prince that's like, no, 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 I want you all to tell me shit. I, I, I want the tea. Give it to me. Um, but what's really fun is, and it's an old artwork, um... He has a big dollar sign yeah. shaved into the side of his head. Yeah. And an eraser top, flat top. Yeah. He, got a, yeah, he has a flat got... top and a dollar sign because, you know, as I think he was embraced in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Or that was the fit. Yeah. So there's some very interesting, uh, the, the illustrations for him back in the day are very, like, fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way where I'm like, I can't, I'm not 100% sure if this is a loving portrayal of this subculture <laughs> or somebody didn't quite understand everything and just kind of slapping things together. But it's like, okay, because of the way vampires work, he has to shit. you remain physically the way you were the night you were embraced. So does that mean, does he wake up nearly every night and have to shave his fucking head? Probably. Well, it's probably he doesn't he, have to yeah. shave his head. He probably had. I don't even know if he wakes up. He probably has a designated shaving ghoul <laughs> who just, like, an hour before he wakes up, just gets the clippers. Well, it's like in the contemporary illustrations, it's yeah. like clean it's shaven. Like, yeah, yeah, shave. Shave, oh, shave, shave. That's what I'm saying. He's got a ghoul that just, you know, before he wakes up, just like. Clippers won't do that. Oh, we're God. talking shaved. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking polished. Has the has the Clippers ghoul, and then he wakes up and just clean shaves. Mm, maybe as part of his morning or evening rituals, or is he a man? And this is a fun thing as a storyteller. Is like he is he a man that is so prideful that he doesn't let anybody know about this, right? And mm. he takes care of himself behind closed doors, or does he have like a very specific stylist ghoul that he's like, listen here, you little shit. Well, he's... You say one word. He also is a man of the people, as you said. He might be less... He might take it jovially. There's a chance. He could just be like, eh, this was from the before times, and, you know, nobody consulted me before being like, all right, this is your forever look. Yeah. Yeah, He's also... We're also talking about vampires. There's people who've been around who to remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what happened to the... uh... The dollar sign. Hmm. Yeah, so if you want to have some very... uh unfortunate NPC interactions in a way we're like, yeah, we're definitely killing this guy, Balthazar. Uh, (laughs) I was working on that. Yeah. Uh, And then we're going to end on major players. Everybody's favorite venture daddy, Victor Temple from LA by night. Oh, the undead? Uh, Well, you know, the undisputed Baron. Yeah. 
Well, um, his title is also because I was curious about the Fiorenza thing. Mm-hmm. He does not mention who his sire is. But yeah, one of the titles is Undad. Undad. Yep. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and he's also another interesting way to take a venture because he is an anarch venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he tends to work more within humanity and interact with people and actually will like will post things on social media and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just I enjoy that he goes from like corporate looks to just like sweater dad. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, no, Victor doesn't fuck around. I just B Dave, you're a goddamn treasure. I love your face so much. It's so good. I it this is a fun portrayal of adventure that's also like trying to balance like having a family, running a music label, and being an anarch and all sorts of shit. And it's just super, I think one super of my good. favorite moments with Victor Temple spoilers. Spoilers Skip ahead for... like 30 seconds yeah. or so nah. is when they are in his club mm-hmm. and they're like, they had to kill somebody mm-hmm. and he had the, uh, the Rafa's pistol mm-hmm. and the dude, they brought him in. They were like talking shit and he was acting very prim, proper, ventrui, you know, trying to like keep the peace. And then out of nowhere, he just pulls out his gun and like blasts this dude in the fucking head. <laughs> and he's like, does anybody else want to fuck around essentially? And I was like. Oh, 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 he is a venture. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it okay. is. Oh, God. He's just like, hi, I'm your undead dad. I'm your undead dad. I will merc someone. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Speaking I think of- he kills multiple people mm-hmm. just to keep like his son's name quiet. Yeah. I'll say, speaking of which, um, there are a bunch of lore sheets no. uh, directly related to V5. One of the first ones is the Temple of Boom. No. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Which uh, basically allows your character to make a deal with Victor. Uh, you exchange your loyalty for fame and fortune. So Yeah. So that was a fun... I think there's a few other lore sheets that came out from the end of LA by Night that are character specific. That's the Victor one. It's The perks on it are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. It's a good time. Another Ventru specific lore sheet is Descendant of Hardstadt. Mm-hmm. That was from the core book. It ties you in specifically with the Fallen Leader. You could be somebody who studied under them. You understand lineage stuff. You could be a direct descendant of Hardstadt. You could be Hardstadt 3. You could be Hardstadt 3. I would, that would, that's the secret 6 dot. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're trying not to bring those back, but I'm bringing them back right oh, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lineage, there's also the lore sheet, Pure Venture Lineage. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Yes, this one gives you benefits for being able to recite your lineage. Because that is an old venture practice that they still keep where it's like, okay, you do have to learn, like, I am so-and-so, child or so-and-so, child or so-and-so, being able to list all the way back to the progenitor. Right. And apparently... Who they don't know the name of. Who they don't know the name of. But that kind of stuff allows you to have certain perks within the venture. It's like, ah, this is... Ah, look, this is a gentleman and a scholar. This is a learned man who understands where he belongs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We shall give him the finest of... Private jets. I don't know where that joke was going. <laughs> uh, I, I would like a private jet. That'd be neat. Yeah, but the Ventru fucking love that shit. And if you as a player are dealing with a Ventru, being able to acknowledge that they have a certain lineage could be a good way to, like, grease some wheels. Or you showing that you care about your own lineage and heritage and history might be able to way to, like, connect with them in a way that I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is also Descendant of Loden from Chicago by Night. So if you yeah. want to be uh, Kevin Jackson's like blood cousin, you can do that. Yeah. yeah. There's some fun shit in there. That is cool. Yeah. There's uh, in Forbidden Religions, which is one of the uh, stretch goal books for the Cult of the Blood Gods. Yeah. There is a lore sheet called Spear of Orthia. 
ties back to Artemis Orthia, the the ancient Spartan uh, warrior queen venture lady. Uh, she is said to be the first child of Ventru, like the uh, the progenitor of the clan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she uh, died at actually died uh, fighting against some Carthaginian Bluja. I don't remember Whoa. she right. That's great. I don't remember if she died in the Second Bruja War or not. I did not write that note because I am a dumb fuck. Anywho, <laughs> I wouldn't call you a. I, I, I'm you a hack and a fraud. <laughs> you, did, you had a lot of things to do. I had so many things to do. But yeah, this this cult basically is a Methuselah worship cult, and it's a way you can take your venture where they're getting back into uh, the a warrior king mindset as opposed to a corporate king. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. Also, you know, Spartans don't usually have lady warriors, so that's kind of a like, oh. Wow. She's got to kick ass for the Lord, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And uh, in the V5 Companion, I don't know how many people have looked through this, there was the Coterie Clan Merits. Yeah. I fucking love these. These are great. Because they allow you, as a Coterie, to have access to things, depending on what the mix-up of your Coterie is. So, if you're a Ventrue and you take the Kindred Legacies Merit, any Coterie that you are in are able to lean on your character's knowledge of uh, history and legacies and gossip and all the info on everybody to be able to understand uh, facts about NPCs that you run into in the game. Once per session, you can poke the ST and be like, hey, we want to know one thing about the specific kindred we have met. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And it's a good way to get lore dump and uh, get more details about people that you're interacting with. And I'm just like, this is so fucking cool. Get dirt. Yeah. 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 It's very good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, leans into the uh Ahago uh all the training uh stuff that we eventually <sighs> I don't had to like do. that they call it that. Uh, no, it's, it's a go gay, not a Hago. Okay, I'm sorry. thank you. I was just thinking of a I'm very tired. Like, oh, not we're, either. We're learning a lot about Sarah today. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that face. It's not even that I'm like grossed out by it. It's just I'm like I know it's supposed to be a horny phase, but I'm like, I don't get what's particularly horny about it. I don't either. But, you know, if it's, if I'm not here to yuck your arm, if that's what you're I'm into. I'm not scrubbing the internet to explain that. No, I get, no, I understand, like, physically why it that mm-hmm. is. Yes. Just, I look at it and go, like, I feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, the Agoge part of the training would be knowing mm-hmm. all of this shit and have mm-hmm. to memorize, like, oh, yeah. That's the primogen who did so-and-so and da 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 and you have to memorize all that shit. So this is where it comes back to be a payoff for the game. That's cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of fun. Speaking of kind of fun, uh, we have come up with a couple of... NPCs. NPC freebie goodies that yeah. we're going to be giving out. So I made this dude. Yeah. He's a union boss. Yeah. 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 Bobby O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bobby O'Neill was his name. Um, and he's like the like classic olden days union boss, where like a teamster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a teamster. He's good at talking to people and like inspiring people to do what he needs him to. They needs them to do. Um, so he probably has like more of his dots and presence and mm-hmm. uh, and manipulate things like that than dominate and intimidate. Mm-hmm. He's got friends that'll do that, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking he's the guy that's like going into a business meeting, being like, "You're gonna treat our boys better." And they're like, yeah, are we? And he's like, you are. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. We should. Mm-hmm. 
And That's... he's just got like a goon squad behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right outside the door, you can hear like the baseball bats like tapping on the floor. Shit. <laughs> it's like, yes, we are going to agree to this or there will be ass beat city. Yeah. yeah. Just, the garbage is not going to get picked up for a fucking month in this city if you don't do what I goddamn say. Exactly. Oof. Yep, yep. So that's Bobby O'Neill. That's just the vague concept of him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's super fun. I like it. Back on to silly names. Uh, I have Brutus Harrington. <laughs> oh, that guy went to an Ivy League college. Holy shit. Oh, the, the Harrington part's going to come up here in a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, uh, I based his concept on effectively that whole, like, uh, right of, like, choosing the, the best progeny of, like, a... A very evil Ventru that shoved his office workers into an office and were just like, all right, fight to the death. Oh, like Felco experiment? We will lead back into that here in a bit because several individuals have pointed out that this may be, I may have accidentally made vampiric John C. McGinley. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) This uh, this, uh, might, might be what he is. He's mainly a strength focus. He's definitely... He can be a talker, but he is definitely the I will fuck you up. He always wears mirrored sunglasses just because he picked up the trick that, you know, you have to make eye contact to do dominate, which he iced his sire immediately after being embraced. He's like, nope, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be attached to this guy, which, uh, yeah, (laughs) just minor stat breakdown. He's mainly strength. He's got a few other dots. The uh, the the Harrington thing comes back to the fact that his one lore sheet is one dot in descendant of descendant of harsh dot because mm. he uh, will either as a PC or an NPC in your game work well as either just a fresh new add to a cam city or potentially if you want to give him a more more stats definitely a uh, uh, a sheriff because he likes to fight with. Uh, two mag light flashlights in his hands that he has on flash for the <laughs> literal just a uh, uh, brass knuckles adage and or oh that's a cute little somber trick you have there it'd be a shame if the light wasn't consistent <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ we have made some monsters and oh. you can throw them into your game if you want so i like the idea of going back and throwing a bunch of stats into both of these guys mm-hmm. yeah and then setting them head to head as your main plot oh my god so your npcs are just like stuck between these two in a hard place <laughs> oh my god yes yeah because you've got an army and he's just like no i'm just i'm just all potent <laughs> and celerity just to have- Oh god! Wait, how does he have potence and celerity? Oh, not potence. Ah, uh, fortitude, fortitude. I this is that just up. a tanky oh. Ventru that's just like, all right, let's go. Yeah, yeah, just tank and celerity. Because again, <laughs> with Methuselah's thirst, you could access to celerity. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Not Methuselah's thirst. Uh, yeah, for the predator type. That's not a predator. Oh wait, uh, no, 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 the the blood leech. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? That, Interesting. That's one of his problems. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So. Have fun. You can throw him in with Benny, I guess. And <laughs> please, uh, please don't. I have a dis- poor Benny. Benny's just like, look, guys, this is gonna cost us way too much money right now. We gotta put it down, okay? We gotta not. Like. Meanwhile, Bobby's like, no, the boys want more money, and they need to get these shits more safe. Yeah, Brutus is probably already punching something. Just 
Yeah, so Venture as a whole, how yep. are we feeling as a group? Uh, I've been playing Venture for our current game, um, yes. and so I've always re- I've kind of been learning more about the clan. I found because th- I'll be honest, they were my least favorite previously, and so I decided uh, to try and play one and kind as, of figure them out a little more as a challenge um, to yourself. I assume a little bit. Yeah, I want to do something different, and yeah. we needed a good face kind of character for the game anyway um but like going into their history there's a lot lot of interesting stuff that i'd kind of skimmed over um in the past um really they really good at just like pushing a plot for an st2 if there's anything you need happen oh some venture got a uh, wild hair up his ass and now it's fucking over everyone go fix it or go help it i don't mm-hmm. care but <laughs> <laughs> yeah or you did help it, and now it's a nightmare, and they're blaming you, not him, mm-hmm. as things tend to go. Mostly, I'm just hoping we filed the correct paperwork so we don't get fines for using their name. Yeah, yeah. We, we had to pay a nickel every time we said that. Yeah, true. I don't, I'm, no, I don't no. got that many nickels. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's okay. Your bank account will be, uh, will be charged. Good luck. That's yeah, what right? I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I got four dollars. <laughs> but no for real though they're like same they were probably my least favorite clan i just kind of was like okay they're bossy money shitheads neat um but it is more interesting i think we have learned a little bit more about them and kind of like okay well that is more depth and like neatness more to do than i originally thought which uh i actually have the opposite of hunter i uh used to play them a lot because I end up being the party face often, and they are a good a good party face. I just now hit the point where I'm like, if I'm going to play a party face, I'm going to choose something weird. I'm just going to be like, cool, I'm a gang girl now. I'm the party face. Deal with it. <laughs> we're we're going to make this happen. Why? No. Yeah. I I will say. I don't have any clan that I'm particularly like. Fuck this clan generally, except for old school Ravnos, just because it was like you know kind of racist but uh yeah. uh at least now with avenger because they were my least favorite to play as a player which i do play adventure now in a stream game that's gonna be picking back up soon so that'll hey. i'll share those deets when they come back up uh but the the thing that drove me insane as an st with venture players is a lot of people did not get into like there's a lot of interesting things that can come from like, hey, so what does it mean when you have the burden of carrying the legacy of an entire lineage of vampires that are behind you? Uh, What is it going to mean for you to struggle to gain power and autonomy when you have, you know, your sire directly above you in the hierarchy and they're just like having demands of you and dealing with that kind of like toxic relationship. Also just getting into the themes of like, okay, this is, while wielding power can't it in the modern day is mostly done through like money and capital and owning business there's a lot of themings about power and leadership and like what does it mean to actually be a good leader that just i haven't had get covered in as many games that i would like so i'm kind of hoping because the uh flavor for venture has shifted a little bit in v5 to be more like hey uh yeah you can be the guy that throws down the like, t- like tungsten fucking debit card, like you know, and pay for everything, and just be like the big dicked money guy. But now you also have the options of like 
Yeah, your ass can totally just pick up a sword and go kick ass for yeah. clan and country. It, they they brought the the legacy of knights and paladins mm-hmm. back yeah. into the forefront, I think. Yeah, and uh, there was that one chunk in the Anarch book that I still love to death, which was the Liberty Society with like the college dude bros <laughs> and the minutes of their meeting discussing on how they're going to organize their libertarian vampire society. It's very silly. It's very stupid. But I, I would fucking love to run a game where it's just a bunch of like dudes with like popped collar polos just being like, bruh, are we going to be able to bring enough keggers to the Elysium? <laughs> like that kind of shit where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting shit you can do within this that I encourage more people to explore and get into. Because right. I never really thought of the clan in that sort of way. But Vampire Knight is a sick character concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and if you're getting into dealing with power structures, having younger vampire or younger venture that are women or queer or people of color and how they handle the min- the minutiae of power and structures within a ancient fucking system. I'm like, if you are interested in exploring that as a table and overcoming those obstacles, mm-hmm. fucking encourage the shit out of that. Because <laughs> sometimes I've I've seen some things where I'm like. Mm, I feel like the venture made a decision and you're just like, there were no brown people in that room. You can fucking tell. And oh my God, why? Well, many decisions. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would yeah. venture to say most many, decisions. Many, most of them, really yeah. until super recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. And you know, it's, you know, and, uh, I don't know. I like games that tackle current issues at the table in a way where it's like, okay, we can kind of process our thoughts on it and maybe have like a little power fantasy where it's like, I'm going to go stab some fucking Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, being a venture is like, you know, I care about like protecting my community and those guys are being shits. <laughs> We're going to go get them. And I'm just like, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. More of this. Hooray. <laughs> Huzzah. 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 We, we survived. paralyzed. Yeah, we survived the first deep dive. <laughs> But there's one part still left. Uh-oh. Uh, we're gonna, I've got a little bonus episode planned. Mm. Um, originally, I was going to have a third NPC to share, and then it turned into research, and now it's a bonus episode. But I researched one of my favorite uh, American heroes, uh-huh. and have made, we're going to go into the, their history a little bit, and then I've built a little ventrue around that person. So, okay. History box? It? Should I? Should I? Reveal yeah, man, it? tease it. They're not gonna know anything about it. Or do you want to all... keep the mystery box? Yeah, and, you, uh, you know what? They're gonna see the episode name before they listen anyway. So right. She could still have the mystery. We're gonna be going. I'm gonna do be doing a little bit of a deep dive into the history of Larry Flint. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. As just as a teaser, give us an, one small fact about Larry Flint. Uh, Larry Flint. Uh, in his many uh, obscenity trials on uh, U.S. court, once wore um, a T-shirt in court that said, fuck this court. <laughs> <laughs> and we were making this an NPC. Yes. Yes. Uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, like, what if it was vampire? But what if it was Ventrue? Yeah. TM. You know, I had a friend that did that kind of thing, and it did not go well for him, but oh, he was God. also not like... Larry he wasn't Flint. a very yeah. He was not Larry Flint. His name was Sunshine, and we called him Sunshine because he had a mohawk like a foot and a half tall that was bright yellow. Oh. And Sunshine um, was underage, and a party got busted, and he was on a bunch of he drank a bunch, and he was on a bunch of shit. And he tried to jump through a window, but he got stuck. 
And the cop grabbed his legs and pulled him back in through the window. Oof. And when he got pulled through the window, he turned around and punched the cop in the face. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So we had to go to court for that. And then the, the, the jury or the, the, the judge uh, decided like, well, the cop did the wrong move. He's not, they're not supposed to do that. So I, I guess, yeah, you were acting in self-defense. And he was like, cool. And as he was leaving, he was like, fuck this court. This isn't why the justice system doesn't work. I'm going to probably punch a cop again. And then they got him for uh, for a contempt of court. Yeah. <laughs> he was almost out. He was almost. We were like, sunshine, what is fucking wrong with you? You, you were won. like, right there. He, you he, fucking won. He made a statement. It was an accurate statement, but... <laughs> Not the correct one. No, I think it was the fuck this court part, not so much the rest of it. Uh, (laughs) If he would have just been like, this is why our court system is bullshit. Yeah. Maybe. Or you wait until you're outside of the court and then say your little soapbox. Yeah. 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 Wait until you're outside the doors. You can say it loud enough that they can hear it in the court, but you're not in the court. Right. Yeah. So that'll be bonus episode. Yeah, that'll be a bonus episode. Yeah. Right on. So look forward to that. Uh, we got a thanks for Paralyzed for the cool song. Thanks, yeah. Paralyzed! Thank Go you. check out their shit if you want more robo-music goodness. Which you do. You do. You want it in your veins. Yeah. Uh, also, thank for patrons for going with us on this adventure of trying to figure out how the fuck we were going to do this. Oh, God, yeah. We are a DIY podcast. None of us know what the fuck we're doing, and we're learning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really appreciate all the support so far. Um, we did update our tears a little bit not that long ago so mm-hmm. go check that out uh there's everything from character sketches from sarah yeah. to movie night streams to blood so just go and check it out and um we also have a lot of other places that are free you can check us out we're on twitter at blank bodies we do mm-hmm. polls occasionally we uh post some memes yeah. uh chat with folks uh we do uh, like little community spotlights where we have just creators post what they've been working on. And, mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. uh, I know there's people working on World of Darkness, like uh, little adventure video games, like the stream community is exploding. So it's like, hey, if you want us to share your shit, find us. Yeah, we also uh, are always open to interview pretty much anyone. So uh, I find random shit that I think is cool and I reach out to people. But uh, if you're interested in coming on and showing us what you got, go ahead. Whether you're a streamer, a cosplayer, a author, a tabletop game creator, a Mm -hmm. musician. um, A real vampire. A real vampire. Please hit us up. Psychic or sanguine? <laughs> um, yeah, Hunter's gonna interview the psychic one, but I'll be there. For, I'll be there for the sanguine. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to get in contact with us for interview information or want us to uh, help you with things, or if you just want to be like, actually, I have a correction. We have a email at theblankbodies at gmail That's true. And we're on Instagram at blankbodiespod. Pretty much the same as Twitter, but they don't let us do polls there. So. No, they don't, but we share some fun art stuff, and we'll say hello, and we like seeing what other people make and do and stuff, and it's really exciting, so hurrah! Yeah. For real. Also, speaking of things that people create and do and hang out, we, the Discord is free. Yeah. We got stuff for running games, uh, people sharing pets. People sharing memes. Yeah, Hunter's run some... Uh, test game stuff for our recorded adventure, which should be happening soonish. Yes, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah, just had to get through the holidays because those were bullshit. <laughs> I play video games. Yes. Mostly not very well, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get my shit in order so that I can also share some video games. Like, you're playing, like, actual, like, Vermintide and shit like that. Yeah. I just want to get really hammered and play, like, uh, Untitled Goose. Or you said <laughs> last good. night, Bennett Foddy's getting over it. Yeah, that looks sick as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, we also have a group of people that play a lot of Deep Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe some people, I can't remember, but some people were not even involved or doing their own games and stuff together. Mm-hmm. And so yep. uh, there's always people looking to play tabletop games, video games. Um, I played Deadlands for the first time mm-hmm. with some people on the server. That's been sick. Yeah, it was yeah. you and me. Yeah. 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 You and me played Deadlands with uh, Reroll Woodworks guy Brian running that. It was real good. Yeah. So we got some exciting things coming up in the pipes. Yeah. Unless. unless Thanks, Patreon. Yeah. Again, you guys are beautiful, wonderful, lovely people. Yeah. Thank you for giving us money for doing dumbass shit. Yeah. 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 So goodbye. 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 Bye.